0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of EMS Now and Informa on Tour. I'm Eric Miskell with EMS Now, and uh, my travel companion this week and next is Dita Weiss with uh, Informa. Today, we just completed a uh, facility tour in Jönköping, Sweden, with the EMS company Kitron. Um, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Currently we find ourselves in the town of Boras, Sweden, which is about an hour-and-a-half drive from uh, where we were earlier, uh, getting ready for our visit tomorrow with Inition, another EMS company here in Sweden, with a facility here in Sweden, I should say. Um, I want to thank uh, Dita for shepherding me around here. He also booked us in the fanciest hotel possible here in lovely Boras, Sweden. Um, our rooms are pretty, a little bigger than a prison cell, and, uh, but a lot fancier and more comfortable. <laughs> and so we do appreciate that. Dita, thank you very much for, for that. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're welcome, Eric. You know, um, as this tour as well is being, uh, sponsored by, uh, a couple of people we need to make sure that we spend their money very carefully and that we don't uh, go out into luxury hotels. So be just happy to be over here in Sweden. um, And uh, we are very basic people uh,
0: over here in Europe. Well, I would say mission accomplished on that one there, Dita, (laughs) very good. Listen, let's talk about what we saw today. It was very impressive. So why don't we, let me ask you, tell us about Keytron, who they are, kind of the sizing and all that good stuff.
1: Yes, Uh, well, Keytron um, is a a public company, EMS company, uh, based uh, in uh, Norway, Close. the headquarters is close to Oslo and they have manufacturing facilities uh, in Norway, in Sweden, in Poland, in Lithuania uh, and in uh, uh, China China. and uh, as well for three years now in Pennsylvania United States and uh, in January of this year they bought bb electronics in uh, denmark and those people who uh, know the industry quite well know that uh, bb electronics bought uh, Vandel electronics in the czech republic about three years ago mm-hmm. so uh, if we now look at all these changes the further consolidation of this uh, ems industry over here in europe uh, yesterday we talked about Enix being uh, uh, merging with uh, GPV uh, and by this uh, being the runner-up uh, behind uh, Zona uh, now Kitron with the acquisition of uh, BB Electronics in actual fact makes a big jump because they are going from uh, uh, being the 10th biggest uh, European EMS manufacturer in 2021, uh, probably uh, to be the number five uh, in for
0: 2022. And I saw that they do have, the ma- I think, nine manufacturing locations now in, in, in the various countries that you spoke about.
1: Uh, yes, uh, uh, and when I just talked about uh, BB electronics, I forgot to mention that as well, they do have a China facility. So now Keytron has two China Facilities, uh, in actual fact, relatively close to each other.
0: Okay. Very good. So that gives a good overview. The type of manufacturing they do, as we witnessed today, tends to be the, uh, the low-volume, higher-mix uh, type products, clearly. This was very impressive, very uh, complex products, is what we saw being manufactured yes.
1: today. Yes. Without going too much into, into details, uh, uh, I can clearly say... Uh, compared to what we normally uh, see when we visit uh, uh, EMS manufacturers we here we saw very very sophisticated uh, high uh, uh, technology boards uh, with uh, huge uh, BGA grids uh, of up to 4,000 balls, it was. 4,000 bumps. And, uh, b- or bumps, and uh, uh, including, and that was uh, very interesting, uh, w- some of these boards, 32-layer, uh, multi-layer boards uh, in uh, um, in a mixed technology of, uh, um, uh chip-on-board technology uh, combined with uh, normal uh,
0: chip uh, pro- uh, chip uh, carriers. Yeah, and I should say, and I'm sorry, I should have said this at the beginning, who we met with. So we, we showed up today uh, with an expectation that we would be meeting with the general manager of the facility, who we certainly met with, managing director, I should say. That is Stefan H- uh, Hansen-Mutas. And to our surprise, uh, in the lobby, we were greeted by Peter Nielsen, the president and CEO of Kitron, as well. And uh, that was quite a surprise, I think, for both of us. Uh, certainly, what expecting to see Peter there.
1: Uh, yes. Um, in actual fact, I met Peter last time on the 6th of September in uh, Munich at an IPC meeting. Uh, and we talked about our uh, EMS Now and Informa tour. And uh, I had invited uh, him to, to come and meet with us. But to be honest, I had not expected him uh, to really have the time or take the time. So um, I, uh, from my sin- uh, side, feel very honored uh, that he... Um, uh, felt that this was worthwhile for him to to join us over mm-hmm. here, yeah. and uh, thank you, Peter, for that.
0: Yeah, no, excellent. And then we also th- th- we we were given a, uh, the facility tour by a gentleman who had been uh, head of engineering there for many many years within Kitron who is now more uh, working on special projects within who was unbelievably knowledgeable about everything within that plant so he was a great resource and was able to convey i think quite accurately kind of uh the full operations and all the different capabilities there one of the things when we sat and we got a good overview of the business and industry presentation from peter and stefan um was the way they characterized the industry sectors and it it caught us a lot because you know, I struggle with this when I do surveys, is what are the industry sectors for the industry? And, the, you know, we put the standard ones and then put other. Well, they threw it for a loop because they had some ones that I'd never, you know, it, we had to ask, what does that mean? And, you know, the standard thing. So they do the medical work, they do the defense aero work, and that's understandable. Then they have the electrification one, which within which you have to look into kind of the type of products they are kind of, Uh, energy storage, transmission, energy transmission, electrical transmission, I mean, and and EV type things. But then we had the one, uh, industry, which was, I thought that was industrial, but then, you know, when you look into that, that's like automation, there's some transportation in there, Uh, there's some uh, recycling and some infrastructure uh, stuff. And then there's the other one they call connectivity, which is the industrial internet of things, mobile and optical and networking. So it, it, it's hard, to, it, it makes it a challenge for people who research and try to report on the industry to reflect accurately kind of what's covered there. Um, they're certainly gonna not gonna adopt our <laughs> segmentation uh, the way we do it, but it, it shows some of this, the challenges of it and how you really have to pay attention and talk to them to see what exactly this means and what they're doing. Yes. Um... Uh, see, in
1: for us being analysts of this market, it uh, is very difficult because uh, uh, we want to uh, segment the market into different uh, areas uh, in order to see uh, where the business is coming from, uh, and it is not just Keytron who has right. separate uh, uh, sectors from what what we. Uh, in uh, Germany, but as well in, in the United States uh, consider it as market sectors I have seen that in other Scandinavian big EMS companies as well that they have a different uh, 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 split of the industrial sectors uh, which they report in their uh, uh, annual reports and then their quarterly reports so it, it is difficult for us and it seems that this industry Uh, segment is more a melting pot of uh, uh, many things which we uh, uh, for example in uh, other areas uh, um, split up further because we think there are uh, areas in there which might have a a substantial uh, growth
0: potential in the future yeah no absolutely um, listen, one of the issues, and I know you wanted to talk about it, was an interesting conversation we had there today, was about the, uh, the percentage of OEM's market that the EMS, so the, the, OE, the EMS penetration of OEM total available market. And uh, you have before used numbers how, how you reflected, I believe, mostly for Germany or for Europe at a certain percentage. uh, But what we heard today was that, at least up here in Scandinavia, the Baltics, that uh, the impression is that it is much higher. Talk about that. Um,
1: Yes. Um, We normally have always assumed that uh, uh, there is a split between EMS and OEM uh, market of 38% uh, EMS and uh, 62% uh, OEM um, Internal in, in Yes, and uh, in in the United States, uh, we think it's a little higher. It's probably in the region of forty five percent EMS and fifty five percent OEM uh, production uh, in the electronics industry. Now, here, uh, um, Peter mentioned uh, a very interesting point that he said when. Uh, the SMD technology uh, picked up uh, in the electronics. Uh, In Scandinavia, many OEM uh, companies decided not to invest in this technology, but instead consider transferring uh, the electronic production to an EMS and have him invest in that technology. Which, at the end of the day, this is something which has always been an argument yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that we want the OEM to understand that they do not need to invest always in the newest technologies mm-hmm. but they uh, are much better off uh, financially as well and in regards to a lower capital binding uh, by having uh, uh, the PCBA Uh, manufacturing in the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, transferred to a service company, an EMS company, and uh, sooner or later they will find out that uh, it makes sense to um, move on and uh, give the EMS, uh, EMS industry even more by doing the engineering, Doing the box building and maybe um, even going as far as after-sales service in regards to rework, refurbishment, um, and uh, even
0: uh, recycling. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting discussion about that, and I understood, h- h- you know, the position he was taking on that. And I think we didn't get a sizing number from him, but the impression I had was 70, 75 percent plus of the, of the OEMs up in this region of Europe uh, are certainly, uh, that proportion of their manufacturing is being outsourced to EMS. Uh,
1: Yes, and in actual fact, it makes you rethink whether our um, calculation uh, of today with 38 to Mm -hmm. 62 is still right. Um, Now we have to take into consideration how much EMS production uh, is being done in Scandinavia compared to all of Europe. And that is, in present, 6%. Mm -hmm. So we can roughly calculate uh, out of this a new number. And uh, we will probably with this new insight have to recalculate Mm -hmm. uh, it and might get to a number
0: 40 to 60. I think that it's a good topic to include as we meet with more EMS here over the next two weeks to see kind of what their impressions are. And then we all look forward to your updated slides and forecast on that one, Dita. So, uh, um, yeah, listen, I think... The main issue there is that the EMS industry are the experts on this. This is this part is clear, right? That it's the EMS industry that is uh, have become the 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 manufacturing. Most of the knowledge base about electronics manufacturing resides in those companies now, more so than it has as it did with OEMs in the past. Um, yes, definitely. Um,
1: but I would like to mention as well uh, once again. Uh, 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 that what we saw today was high tech as well. Even yeah. so, we couldn't get in all of the uh, rooms. Right. They had uh, uh, mm-hmm. clean rooms, uh, uh, class ten thousand, uh, with clean benches, mm-hmm. uh, going down to uh, uh, clean room level uh, one thousand and even two hundred. Right. Uh, so. Uh, that allows you to really Mm -hmm. uh, go down in the miniaturization and uh, as i said before they do chip on board technology Mm -hmm. they are doing some work in without mentioning too much in on the hybrid uh, business Um, and for this you need a higher uh, quality level Mm -hmm. now you mentioned as well that you saw something interesting in regards
0: to the floor well, the flooring was just that, you know, they don't use the, the ESD coating on the floor. They're using the, the concrete floors, and they're specially uh, curated concrete floors. Um, and I, I've i seen this once before in the United States, and it, so it, it stood out to me. Because most floors in EMS companies, you t- or the manufacturing floors, tend to be white. And yeah. yes, some people attribute that to Flextronics and Michael Marks and that He always says it makes it easier to find parts if they fall on the ground, was the rationale back then. But, uh, um, yeah, this one was interesting. And uh, so it's uh, specially made kind of floor for that. But concrete becomes a natural transmitter, whatever the right term is, to take the the static out. So uh, it it was interesting in that respect. But um, listen, the other thing I want to talk about is, uh, well, two real quick as, as we end is, energy costs right it was that's an interesting thing up here and we got into a little bit that today if you think about the source and where they're getting their energy from and the way electricity in specific and if i remember this correctly it was about 40 percent is uh is yeah is hydro 40 percent is nuclear then there is the wind which is about what 14, 14 yeah and the rest is kind of I forget what the what is Yeah, like. uh,
1: that was uh, um, uh, wood, uh okay. wooden debris from the, the woods, cleaning yeah. out the woods. Uh, uh, they burned this. And uh, uh, we even passed by one of those power generation plants that was uh, uh, incinerating uh, uh, wood pallets. OK. Yeah.
0: yeah. So anyway, I found that interesting, because it speaks to, you know, back where I live back in the United States, you know, it's still a lot of <laughs> more traditional uh, energy sources. Gas, more, oil. Gas, oil, right? Coal and so on, yeah. you know, that are being produced for this, that it is being done as such. So it was a very interesting and kind of enlightening conversation about that, I thought, today.
1: Yes, uh, one had the feeling that uh, when we talked about that, and especially me uh, having uh, heard this subject uh, for the last uh, four months nearly every day in germany uh, that we even uh, are worried about blackouts uh, in winter time uh, over here they seem to be in a quite comfortable position and they are leaning back on it and they are not uh, worried about uh, too much about yeah. rising uh, energy costs uh, because it's, it's just there, yeah. yeah? And they are not dependent upon uh, any supplies from outside, mm-hmm. yeah? yeah. Uh, the maximum, uh, and now I'm not just looking at, at Sweden, I'm looking at Scandinavia in, in full, uh, because some of the energy as
0: well comes from Norway. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's wrap this for today. Let me just say that, listen, I walked away very impressed. I think that this was a... Very, very well run EMS that comes through. I think that I think I told you when we walked out these are good operators, right? They know how yes. to operate an EMS business here. They manage the metrics they're they you know they're meticulously uh, monitoring all of the activities and are held accountable for that the mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 facilities are and uh, so my impression was very, very positive. How about you?
1: Uh, Yes, I was very much impressed, Um, I was uh, uh, very much impressed about uh, our discussions as well Mm -hmm. about uh, the fact that I learned uh, a lot today Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not uh, traveling around over here just to be smart and uh, uh, telling uh, we have the greatest uh, market statistics, no uh, I'm here as well to, to learn every day more about this industry uh, so uh, all together uh, we can make sure that we make electronics better and which yeah. that is a slogan which one of my main sponsors is having as well mm-hmm. uh, and I would like to take the opportunity over here to thank uh, IPC mm-hmm. uh, who is has been supporting my work for mm-hmm. the last two years uh, now and continue uh, to support uh, the work of INFORMA. Uh, and it's worth to mention that. Thank you, IPC.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think the IPC, and you see that also, their commitment, the growth of the staff, what they're doing, the resources that they have in place, and the work that they're doing here in, uh, here in Europe certainly has increased, over. The, and so that's a good trend, and, and you're right, kudos go to them. Uh, tomorrow we're on the road. Well, no, tomorrow we visit with Initian here in uh in uh, Borås oh, yes. and then after that we get on the road and drive somewhere. Um Ronneby, we're going to go down uh, south to Ronneby at the Baltic
1: Sea. Hmm. Yeah, and we're going to visit uh, Orbit 1 uh, there on Thursday, oh, Thursday. Uh, and I think we're going to hear some surprises over there.
0: Oh, good. No. So stay tuned, I think, is what that meant there.
1: Yeah, and stay
0: open. Yes. Okay, so that's it for today. I do want to, before we end, thank the, the, the sponsors for the tour, being CalcuQuote, KojuScan, and My Um And uh, without their support, this tour may not have been possible. So thank you for that. Stay tuned. You'll hear more from us tomorrow.